0: What up, OGs? Welcome back to another episode of the OG Sessions podcast. I'm your host, Nick Usher. Let's get it started. What is up OGs episode 54 going down right now at the OG HQ man before we get started make sure that you are following us on all social media Instagram is going to be OG sessions pod Twitter is also OG sessions pod Uh tock OG sessions YouTube OG sessions uh, if you're not part of that Patreon yet you are going to hear us referencing that Patreon only chat community a lot this episode so make sure you are a member. That is going to be patreon.com forward slash OG Sessions. Man, the chat community over there is so dumb. All of you guys over there are seriously the funnest people to talk to in that community. You guys are just always giving me the coolest ideas for the podcast, and we're trying to capitalize on them, man. Um, Today, we've got a very special guest, someone that I've been trying to get on the pod for a hot minute now, man. I mean, we've been you—you've been all over the place, and I've been trying to get a hold of you. I've been like, when you back in the city, we got to get this thing going. Um, I originally met this guy at wow. a uh, podcast meetup. Shout out, Jack! Hey. Podcasters Unite. That yes, was a sir. good event. Um, But give it a round of applause for my boy, Bobby Brown Jr. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up, OGs? How y'all doing,
1: man? Nick, thank you for having me, first of all. Bro. Uh, yo, it is real an honor. quick, real quick. How, how long is the hot minute? Nick is lying to y'all. No. Uh, Nick said he's been trying to get me on for a hot minute. We met last month. Bullshit, <laughs> okay, you
0: okay. can't say A month, a month. You it's a day we met. I've been trying to get your ass you on the can't podcast. say <laughs> a
1: hot minute. I think that qualifies for like maybe three months at like. Like three months at least, you could say a hot minute.
0: Well, it depends on how long you consider a hot minute. Because for me, I've been trying... I mean, shit, we've been sending multiple... Me- if, In my opinion, if I reach out to you and then you're like, Oh no, I'm gone and then you reach out to me I'm like, oh no, I'm booked this yeah. week and I reach out to you. You're like, oh I'm in Vegas and then yeah. you reach out, Oh, I missed my flight. You know what I mean? All this shit <laughs> Why you like, I did miss oh, you, you did missed your flight. You did miss your flight. And I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. man. So after rescheduling it for the third or fourth time I'm like <laughs> all right. it's a hot minute. It's a hot minute. All it's right, a hot all right, minute. All right. Well you put it like that. I just <laughs> like I have a terrible sense of
1: time. So I don't uh I don't I don't know. But well you've we been
0: moving a lot recently man. You've been doing a ton of shit Dude, I
1: took my first ever plane ride uh I went when I went out to LA uh and then my like my first time traveling like really like that uh, I went to LA and then Vegas the next week uh it was crazy dude it was insane
0: first ever plane ride
1: yeah I haven't been on a plane before until until uh like two weeks ago wow yeah yeah it was crazy it was crazy uh I first of all the first time I flew I flew Delta all right uh because I want you know I What a good experience <laughs> I had to make sure it was nice uh, I, I thought I would be scared a little bit, like, uh, but the only time I was scared was when we were flying through clouds. Cause like, I'm like, if I can't see, I know he can't see oh, up for front, sure, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so that was making me a little nervous, uh, but it was all right. The second time I flew, I flew Frontier. And uh, that was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was such a downgrade. They didn't have no TVs. They didn't have no Wi Fi. I was like actually really just bored in the sky for like five hours. They might
0: have a couple magazines in the front pocket for you to look at, but <laughs> then like half the pages are ripped out. Yeah. And they've got like, like, like Sharpie uh, drawn like mustaches on every person. <laughs> the pages like, stuck together. Yeah. It's like ah, I'm good. You went <laughs> to the restroom with this magazine, sir. Why? <laughs> why is this still here, <laughs> bro? Frontier. It's so funny because Frontier doesn't even. I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't even fly out of like most big airports like i'll see them sometimes like they'll be posted up it'll be like four or five frontier planes like really? at craig airfield or some <laughs> shit or just like the smallest airport i'm yeah. like uh-uh if i i got i, I kind of want to go through security at some of these places if yeah. i'm gonna get on the plane just for like my own safety also because <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. like it's just it's funny bro like uh you know i've I've flown on some pretty pretty sketchy ones too, like Spirit, dude. Really, I, I, I don't think I've done no Spirit
1: yet. But I, I think I'm gonna I'm do. I'm gonna try every airline. Spirit, I think now I gotta try every one.
0: Spirit is a meme, bro. Like I'm gonna yeah. be honest, like just getting on that plane is a fucking meme. Like everything from the the flight attendants to even like sometimes the pilots will come on the intercom and like you know they're not even there's not even speaking English sometimes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and, and it's not like I don't trust people who don't speak English, but I'm just sitting there like, you know. Yeah, I, I, the person flying my plane isn't speaking English. Though, I just want to know what you're saying. I just want to <laughs> know, like, is there an important announcement? What's going on? Like, just tell me something, you know? Yeah. And um, me and my buddy JD, when we when we went to Santorini, we flew, um, oh, I, what's the Greece? name? Of it? Yeah. Nice. You when know, we went to Santorini, his, um, he. His mom kind of set it all up for us, man. We started saving when we were in like sixth grade, bro, or seventh grade or something. Yeah, uh, yo,
1: yo, white people make you save early. What dash, kind of shit? Dash. There is no black parent that was telling you in sixth grade, save up, save up now. Because when you turn 18, we going to Greece. He's like, no, no. And that's never coming out of any type of black household.
0: Yo, I'll tell you one thing. He, with the day that I met this kid, man, this is my best friend, JD. Shout out JD, man. he. When, when I met him, he was telling me about his his dad's senior trip this is like a big big deal in their family like like i guess his parents had done the senior trip thing where you graduate high school and you go on this big trip and okay. it's kind of like it's kind of like your honeymoon of graduating high school yeah. type shit
1: oh and, wait like, um, like like grad bash we had grad bash is yeah that the but same? it's
0: way cooler than that because you're not ah. sitting there with like a, you're not on a fucking you know it's kind of like a homemade grad bash okay. you know it's like you do whatever the fuck you want you're not sat on a cruise ship with 600 other fucking okay grab, you got know it know? got it got it um
1: so what <laughs> about trip Oh, that was S trip. Grad bash is, is universal. That's what you. Uh, S trip oh, is the boat one. See, I didn't do either. Yeah, I
0: wasn't a big. I, th- I shit. I'm, I was just happy I graduated. You know what I <laughs> yo, saying? same. I wasn't. <laughs> yo, it took some. I was working.
1: Yeah. A lot of kids were coasting the last the last semester of high school. My guidance counselor put a lot
0: of work in for me,
1: bro. I was so pissed. I Where'd you go it. to school?
0: Uh, I went to Fletcher, and then I transferred to Atlantic. Coast. Okay, I graduated yeah. from Paxson. Okay, word. Right, yeah. okay. I know
1: you're worldwide. This is these are Jacksonville schools for for, for Nick's audience. I, I just had to. Be, I wouldn't no, ask.
0: No, and you can tell a lot about a person by what Jacksonville school they went to. That's no. a thing. So I, I understand the question. Yeah, it's okay. like you know, if I would have said you know one of these other schools, you'd be like, ah, yeah. no, I, I see. I see why you didn't
1: go on the trip. Yeah. <laughs> I see why you didn't. Yeah. No, no, no.
0: No, I. Hey, S trip was one of those ones where it was like. You know, you paid, uh, it was a, a, it wasn't even that expensive, I don't think. Yeah. But you're on that trip and there's like a thousand other fucking people that are all just graduated, like a bunch mm-hmm. of other teens yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. sounds like a cool, you know, like fucking million person orgy. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. But, I, did,
1: I didn't go to Estra. I went to Grab Bash, but, but fuck not that. Estra.
0: That's not me. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'd don't. i I'd much rather just take a trip with like my four or five closest friends, yeah. even if it's a little more expensive and just yeah. enjoy it. Bunch but, of 18 year olds on a boat. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, <laughs> it's, it, it's like, like it's a sweet life on deck now. This it's shit, like this... Panama City times Carnival, bro. That's like, it, <laughs> that's exactly what I, I pictured. Yeah and um me and me and my buddy his his mom was like a big traveler she was like basically i mean i'm not gonna say travel agent but she was like she'd been everywhere Mm -hmm. like you know she's just in love with traveling shout out um mama janae but uh she set us up right man like she made it so we i think we only paid like no it's a lot for a high schooler back in yeah 17 you know okay okay um i think it was like 600 we graduated the same year a oh, word. Okay. Yeah, 650? So, yeah, 650. Okay. And we now, had, that is a lot to It's in high that's school. That's what I'm saying. So, we started saving in, like, seventh grade, okay, you know? Okay and, okay, and whenever we went, uh, we hit Paris, uh, Italy. We had went, like, four or five different places that's in Italy. That's crazy. Yeah, and then Greece, we did Athens and Santorini, bro. So, yeah. when you hear 650, I'm like... Yeah. I, don't even,
1: did, I don't even care that I went to L.A. anymore. He no. over here talking about
0: Paris, Santorini, <laughs> Gr- <what? laughs> All right. But look, but look. Seventh grade? But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you one thing, like... It's when you have the connection that knows all the cheap ways to get around shit. That's yeah. how it's six fifty. If yeah. you were to go on that trip right now, or if I were to try to pay for that trip, I'm on my own or figure out, you know, what we're gonna do. There's no way. Yeah, it's like I mean, it would have been like probably three, four grand if yeah. you were doing. Especially because those
1: places are so popular now. That's yeah. where that's where all the rappers are rapping
0: about, and, and I don't and know the girl about,
1: or getting flown out there. <laughs> literally,
0: and shit. yeah. And I don't know about like getting cheap flights, and I don't know about all these connections and how to find, you know, like good good cheap deals on shit, and um you know my buddy's mom knew how to do all that and she also like you know our parents we just graduated so we got some graduation money which helped us pitch in so it really was like it was kind of just like one of those things where you got the opportunity and you just kind of take it you know what i mean and um it it was cool though like i remember how do we even get on this oh yeah one of the flights that we took there was um i was hoping i remember the fucking name it's like air b&b Airbnb. fuck <laughs> what the fuck airbnb, honestly that that actually, that's gonna be their next dude, dead ass that's that. gonna be their next adventure you might just come up with something the fact that airbnb does not have an Airline? They should just have like one place oh yeah airbnb that that's was, fucking funny that's fire
1: that's actually genius listen we need to trademark this before 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 <laughs> they give it they're gonna make it up now that we said they're probably listening to the og sessions pod oh, right now
0: oh 100 they're the they were the first people as soon as we dropped they're sitting there watching <laughs> Like they, it's like we just caught him. They're like, "Fuck, man! How yeah. they know they didn't cancel it, <laughs> <laughs> unsubscribe?" Yeah, that's got They're missing a bag. They're missing a bag. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I want to say it's like Air Air John or something. It's okay. it's definitely not. It was some like little corny ass name. Yeah. Bro. I would never get on that plane. Oh, we flew. We <laughs> Air flew. John. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: What? What kind of faith is your life? Yeah, if I, I'm, I'm just pictu- I'm just picturing oh, I'm just picturing boy. on the side a picture of Lil Jon on the plane. Smile. I, I, if I see if I get on my plane and it's just Lil Jon going yeah on the side of the plane, I'm not getting on that plane.
0: I immediately pictured like the Air Jordan logo, but it's like just a heavier set dude, and he's got like a fishing hat on. That's and terrible. <laughs> and he's holding like a fishing <laughs> pole or a golf club or some shit. He's just like Here Jon. Oh my god. All right, man. Let's take a deep breath. Fuck. (laughs) See, you're used to this shit, man. So if you guys didn't know, the dude's a fucking comedian. Hey,
1: Um, yeah, yeah, man. I I do stand up comedy. I feel like that's where, uh, that's like the, I feel like that's my favorite thing about me. Uh, I think that's what I'm most, uh, uh, I would say that's what I'm most interested in is stand up comedy, you know, but, but I do a podcast, um, Youtuber, you know, freaking content as well. But, but And like, uh, it's interesting. Uh, I also, I'm a little bit of an actor too. Uh, so this is kind of like a, like a part two episode. The dude that you just had on your podcast, he's in my acting class. No yes. way. Yeah. The, your last Broadway guest, Louis. your last guest, Louis. we literally sit next to each other in my acting class. No fucking so, way. So yeah, when I saw, yeah, yeah, you <sighs> didn't, I, I was, I say, I didn't tell him this before we started the podcast at all. But, yeah, so when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's pretty funny because cause he yeah. had
0: me as the next guest. What's funny is we had booked bu- – I yeah, I'd booked you before I had had – we even ran that episode. Really? So it was like it just happened <laughs> to put you guys right next to each Yeah, J. That yeah. is funny, man.
1: We're the same freaking class. He's dude. a cool dude, man. He's, He's cool. nice. He's nice. Um, But, yeah, dude, uh, I don't know. Stand-up comedy is dope. Uh, you said you were a comedy fan. Uh, you were a stand-up fan. Um, For sure. Dude, you got to come out to one of these shows, bro. I've been in Jacksonville doing these for like probably like the last year and a half. And and it's crazy. People feel like people don't know that we exist
0: here. Dude, 100%. I had no idea. And I've I've always kind of heard of the... You see the Comedy Zone logo like on certain posts and shit. But Mm -hmm. you're just... You don't... Nowadays, I feel like the level of stand-up comedy is like at such a high bar. Mm. And you look at some of these guys' specials on YouTube and all this stuff, and you're like, oh, there's no way there's people in Jackson that are that good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until you go out there and see it, I'm sure it's like you get mind-blown really quick. And obviously... You know, when we had our, our conversations out at the podcasters thing, you know, we were talking getting yeah. started out before this episode. It's like you're just a funny motherfucker in general. I'm like, I'd <laughs> come you. watch you do stand up comedy for three hours if Thank you were doing you. it. I you know what I mean? It, man. <laughs> and um, I, I really would like to. Um, yeah,
1: like you just mentioned it, bro. Comedy Zone, dude. Like, uh, like shout out to them. Comedy Zone has been like a huge step up in my development of comedy. Uh, I started this when I was in college. I was in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, I, I, I tried to go to Florida state, didn't get into Florida state. Uh, I was just sleeping at Florida state. <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to TCC in the mornings, the, the community college. Yeah. My buddy went but, there. Exactly uh, but go Eagles, baby. Uh, hey, <laughs> you know, we didn't do that. That wasn't, I, I just made, uh, <laughs> I don't know what that came from. Uh, but yeah, so I was, I was at TCC in college. Uh, when I started comedy, uh, I was in a, I did a sketch improv troupe. I auditioned for a troupe at Florida state and I got in. Um, so that's how I started doing comedy. And there you just got like hole in the wall spots, like Kava bar spots. Like what we have here, like, um, uh, very super liberal comedy. Like you can't say this, you can't say that. Like, which is, which is okay. I guess not really now, but just how it was being done. It's just like, you guys are 40 and 50 years old. You know what I mean? Like you got to understand, like like today, what's happened, what's blowing up, what people are gravitating to, isn't just the super pandery stuff, man. Um, so I moved back to Jacksonville. Uh, I wanted to go to New York, but then I I dropped out of college. By the way, I dropped out of college for this. Uh, I dropped out of college to keep doing stand up because I thought I was gonna be a star. <laughs> I, I thought I did one I had one great show, and I was like, "This is it. It's time for New York." Yeah. I was like, "Drop the classes." <laughs> And then I looked at at New York housing and prices, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't know how. I don't know how I'm gonna get there from from where I am right now." Uh, so I moved back to Jacksonville, and then Comedy Zone, man, I didn't know it existed when I was growing up here. Um, uh, I was watching comedy on TV, on DVDs, and stuff like that. But I get back here and I go to a Comedy Zone show, and I'm like, "What the hell? This is like like professionals. Like, okay, well, this is where I need to be. This is where I need to show up at." Um, I just started going every week, standing in the back opening holding the door for people who walk into the bathroom and stuff like that uh but i was still doing comedy i was just at the kava bars yeah. i was just at the the coffee shops and you know i wasn't really getting booked and nobody really gave a fuck about who i was or anything like that um and then i was doing my podcast but once uh you know i just i uh shout out to well, she's not even there anymore but uh at the time there was a girl who used to work there uh named jenna and she saw that I was just sure like like what do you do like she asked me who I was one day and I was like oh I'm like that gave me the confidence to be like oh I'm I'm a comedian I'm Bob I'm a podcaster I have a show uh, and she was like okay cool 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 nice to meet you nice to meet you uh, I did a episode there in the lobby with a comedian who I knew was coming to town he was opening up a uh, shout out my boy Vincent Bryant. he was here but with, uh, with this guy named Leonard Oots um, who are like young black comedians who are now you know stars in the, in their things um, um but. That was my first interview, and we we did it in the lobby while while a dude is singing on a guitar while people are walking into the show. <laughs> people, so it's if you listen to that interview, uh, people there's a dude singing in the lobby. But that's the interview that Comedy Zone approached me like we had to find to talk about, and they yeah. were like, "Hey man, all right, well let's see if we can do a partnership." And we 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 started that next week. Um, and then I started getting more interviews with people there. They were helping me set it up. And, and then now, you know, it it evolved into today, me, you know, Opening up for people and, and making real connections with man, like Lunel and, and Ali Sadiq and, and all these big comedians in my field. Uh, Ari Shafir was here, like, like, I'm dapping it no up with him. I'm, dude, dapping it up with him, kicking it in the green room. I, I don't think people, these people care about me, but then I show up the next night to watch the show again and they're like asking me questions, like, like, uh, like Ari Shafir uh, was just asking me questions about my life today. He's like, so I went home and thought about what you told me yesterday. And like, You're, I was like, what the hell? You,
0: t-? dude, that is so, yeah, man, that was cool. very long
1: winded, but I would just saying, shout out to comedies though. like we're here like there's a there's a whole show comedy plays in jacksonville where people headliners come every single week funny as hell and and you know people like me get to open up every now and then but but y'all should come check it out you should come i'll I'll invite you to the next show that we got i would
0: love to and and we did talk a little bit before this i'm a big stand-up comedian fan the fact that Ari shafir pulled up is like yeah Ari shafir yeah Uh, yeah and he was a cool dude too and he's he's friends with like tons if you don't know who this guy is he's friends with like all the big name guys like you know joe uh, Rogan, obviously, Burt Kreischer, all these dudes. It's like, I, that's pretty crazy that these guys are coming to Jacksonville. It's like, you wouldn't even, I, yeah. I, I didn't hear about that. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm pretty big into comedy. And that's and, what I said. Like,
1: I don't know what went wrong, because I grew up here, and I did not know that this place existed. They've been there for 30 do think, years. Do you
0: think it's like their, do you think their marketing could be a little bit yeah. better? In or the past, okay. it probably was. Like, okay. like, like,
1: it was not how it needed to be. You know what I mean? Because there's a specific
0: but, way you got to market to the people in this city, bro. Like, a lot of people don't just pop out for like, oh, you got a little there's an art walk. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know, yeah. you ain't going to have people from, yeah. the, from the beaches pulling yeah. up to the Mandarin art walk. You Dude, know that for yeah, sure. It's yeah. like, they, we got our own little like suburbs, our little communities yeah. inside of Jack. I've been doing this
1: for probably about four years now, five years now, going on five years and like just now is when people are starting to like actually <laughs> care. Like, like Where is I, it? Where is this place at? Comedy's it's, uh, it's off San Jose exit. Uh, okay. So it's like Mandarin area. Uh, 3130 Hartley Road, I think is the name of it. Okay. Um, but, but yeah man I just started showing up there and pay, and watching people every single week and it helped me get better at comedy and like even when they weren't even paying me any attention like I'm still learning so much that I can you know translate and and put that in, into how I grow and and now I'm doing my own things I I just performed at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood a couple of weeks ago dude uh, and that was fucking and that was like the best experience of my life dude Yeah
0: I really want to talk about this <laughs> yeah. cuz you I mean obviously that's where so many big time comedians have started you know yeah. what I mean, like some of these dude. you hear about some of these dude stories and it's like they were doing what you were doing holding the door at the bathrooms for certain people or they were out there just like to, you know doing tickets or security or whatever and just to get their chance to open up for big time comedians yeah. similar to how you are but obviously out there i mean i'm sure the competition is like very real you know what i mean I'll, like i'm sure that oh definitely everybody probably thought and now it's kind of austin and some of these other places but now it's like back in the day man that was like the fucking place to yeah. start comedy, and the yeah. fact that you went there is pretty legendary. I think lie. that
1: helped me go up a new level. Uh, I, I I I fucked my tongue up when I said that, but no. still, like, like I think that moment, um, because dude, like you said, like, like literally, like the people who started this thing, like people yeah. who made comedy, like like Richard Pryor shooting specials on Sunset Strip, like like. Um, I have butterflies in my stomach the whole day. The show that I did is called First Impressions, uh, for Chocolate Sundays. So Chocolate Sundays is like one of the, like, most important, like, black comedy shows that's been running for probably like 30 years now or so. Really? And, uh, First Impressions is the, the, the show every comedian has to go through. Uh, you know, you gotta, see, okay, if you're funny here, then you get passed to be on the main shows and stuff like that. So I flew out to do first impressions. So I spent like like twelve thousand dollars on the total trip to go across the world and do three minutes of comedy. <laughs> like, wow, that's how like, it is though, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, crazy. Like dude, congratulations. Minutes. Let me just Thank tell you, like,
0: I mean, seriously, I can I can feel the fucking like energy off of just how important that was to you. And yeah. I can if it I would have loved to just see you in that, in that space. You know yeah, what I mean? Dude, just it was, like it doing was your insane. thing. How are the nerves, man?
1: dude, I, I practically couldn't speak like I like I'd talking like I was in my head the whole like the whole maybe two like days leading up to it
0: very confident very like like. You Thank know, you. you talk very well. So it's like, for me, I, I would imagine that you would just go up on any stage and you're like, okay. oh, I can fucking own this shit. But. Okay.
1: Okay. In Jacksonville, maybe. And even saying like, you got to like earn people's, you know what I mean? You got to, every time you get on stage, it's not a freebie. You got to earn people's respect. You know what I mean? I still want to be funny every time. Yeah. In LA, I was a nobody. So like, like when I went over there, I'm back at the bottom of the barrel again. And the show that I'm doing, like, like what's crazy is I didn't even know who else was on this show. I did first impressions, right? And then, and then, uh, the re- like Chocolate Sunday show starts. Donnell Rollins was the headliner. Ashley Larry, fucking Donnell Rollins from the Chappelle what? show. He was the headliner of the show that night. So after I got off stage, I really didn't even care about me. I'm fanning out because like,
0: you know what I how mean. Do you, how would you compare? I mean, okay, so rate your performance for me. How did you think you did on that? And that show? three minute. Oh, dude, that was that was a ten out of
1: ten moment. That was really? that was Bobby at. His best, like, like on stage. Um, I, I get, I like. They call my name, so I'm sitting there. Like, I watch. I was the last one. There's four people on the first impression show in front of me. Um, so she goes, uh, she goes, hey, we got the lineup. You're gonna be last. And I was like,
0: all right. All Isn't right. that kind of good? Doesn't that usually mean? The- it,
1: it depends. It's good. It it could be good and bad going after people because if they talk about certain things in their material. You know, yeah. It kind of changes the subject that I can talk about. However, in three minutes, that doesn't matter because there's no way your three minutes is going to be anything close to what my three minutes is going to be talking about. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like uh, that's why they say you got to make your comedy unique. You got to like make it something that people like. You say, and then if somebody else says it, it ah, that doesn't hit right from you. Facts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um I like that. But when she says I'm going to be last, the only re- like I think that helped me because I probably would have threw the fuck up on stage if I was before them. I watched. Uh, like two people, like two people go. They do their three minutes. Next guy goes. Does his three minutes. And at this point in the moment, I've sweat all my deodorant and cologne off my the, body.
0: Can, can you hear like what they're? Like, yeah, I watched. Okay, I watched. Okay. I sat
1: right. I, I sat. And the Laugh Factory is like two stories in the Laugh Factory. There's a there's a comedian lounge In like the back and upstairs. But I didn't sit up there for. The, I I sat right there and I watched everyone who went before me. And I was like, okay, I see what's going on here. You know what I mean? Um, I went up there, and this was so such a surreal moment. Like, like, cause I, I'm out here trying to figure out do how I belong here. This is where the best of the best compete, like you were saying, man. 100%. And and before I even said a word, they called my name. All right, give it up for my man, Bobby Brown Jr., right? Everyone's clapping. I'm walking up. I dab the dude up. Lights are on me. And before I even say a word, like the people were feeling me, lady goes, Bobby, like out of the crowd. I was like, yeah, <laughs> nobody knows who I am here. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But but before you know, I had a uh, I had my chain on. Obviously, like like I had my chain. When I'm on stage, I look sexy, Nick. Uh. I don't know. I don't know how I look to you right now. Like no, <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm on stage, bro, like. Like especially in big moments, I'm trying to like I'm stunting. Get I got a fr- I got a fresh cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm here. You know what I mean? You gonna feel the presence of what it is because yeah. this is this is the time. Look good, um, feel good. Yeah, and like like I think the audience felt that even before I said a word, man, that I was here for business. You know what I mean? So. I told my I started off uh, with my opener. Uh, how y'all like, like? What's up, y'all? My name is Bobby Brown Jr. I I'll get this out the way. I know it's a weird name, man. You know, my mom named me after a famous domestic abuser, right? <laughs> and then they like, laughed. I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, my name aged better than my little brother though, R. Kelly Jr. And uh, oh, dude, my God. laid him out, bro. Like the like off my fir- like first 15 seconds. That's the that's the first 15 seconds uh, yeah. of my act. They start cracking up, dying laughing, and I'm like, oh, I got these motherfuckers. Like, now, these next two minutes, this next forty-two minutes, 30 seconds, let's do it. Let's yeah. get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. So I do the rest of my set. You know, they feeling me. They loving me. Uh, my, my name is Bobby Brown Jr. I appreciate y'all giving me this opportunity. Walk off stage. My stomach is, is twirling inside of me. I cannot believe myself, bro. Yeah. I'm like, I'm literally like in the bathroom, like, oh my God, am I about to throw up right now? Like, cause my nerves were at a, all. Like, like, I don't know if you, you, I don't know if you performed in front of people. The stage high that you get and the, like the, when you get off, like, you can't, it's not just getting off stage and then like, Whew, I'm back to normal. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, oh shit, like this is a different energy. What do I do with this? Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like I just smoke crack, but I didn't smoke crack. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? It <laughs> was just like, it, it, it was a weed because it's LA. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, man. And, and then just like the love that I got was different, bro. Like did you like know, w- what did you know anyone out there like no
0: like so okay so you're out there it's like from the second you got there you're just like meeting new people as mm-hmm. you go kind of thing
1: mm-hmm. like Was- like that's that like no nope, I didn't know anybody all I knew I reached out on, I, I knew um so so the show it's like a three year wait list you get you wow. get on the show. Uh, you email to get on the show. You wait your three years. Your day finally comes. All I had was uh, I, I knew the people's Instagram. They don't follow me back, but I, I reached out through Instagram because I had already reached out through email. So yeah. um, all I knew, hey, this is me. Uh, okay, I'll see y'all. Like I, I reached out to them on Instagram to set it up, right? But then I get there and she didn't even know that. Like, like so. Even, I, I talked to the booker, but she's so busy. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's LA. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll let you do what you do. Cause she's, she's friends with Donna Rollins. Like, and Tony Baker was even on this show, who, wow. who also is one of the, like, my favorite comedians ever. So I, I told you, I didn't care about me after I got off stage. Cause I'm like, dude, my favorite, people I've been watching for 20 years are here. Um, That's crazy, and they're talking bro. to her like their best friends. You know what I mean? So I'm not just going to go interrupt their conversation if Donnell Rollins is speaking to her. Um, so I left and she didn't know that I was the Bobby who she had been talking to on Instagram for a minute. Like she sent me a voicemail the next day. She was like, Bobby, why didn't you tell me that was you? I'm watching the video back. Oh, I can't believe that was, that was so funny. You know what I mean? Um, and then, uh, they booked me for a graduation spot. So I get to go back. Uh, I get, I get to go back and do another spot. Uh, and then when I, if I do get on that show, then I'm in. I get to be a part of Chocolate Sundays and like no in the last minute. No fucking Lackery.
0: way, dude. Congratulations. Yeah. Man. yeah bro. I, that was, I
1: don't know how long-winded that was, but it's like a full, it's, it's crazy, dude. It was insane. Cause wow. I've been watching this show, um, probably like on bootleg DVDs for when I was like seven, eight years old. Like I didn't know that I would be performing on here someday. Wow. See,
0: that's like, that is some dream-making shit. Yeah. Right there, bro. And like
1: you were saying earlier, the love, was just different there, bro. Like I got off stage like and I did good. So the comedians are like, Oh my, that was funny as hell, man, dapping me up. Like like comedians who are huge as hell. And then even the staff is like, Oh my God, that was so funny, Bobby. Good stuff, good stuff. Good to meet you and all this shit. Um and then and then like people came out there just for the culture of comedy you know what i mean and that's the hardest part about doing what we do is how like nobody knew we existed here yeah like the culture of comedy was just built in already that people were showing up no matter who the fuck was there
0: so how how was the size of the show or the size of the audience comparative to the comedy zone shows you do? um i would say the 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 laugh factory capacity might be a
1: little bit smaller than i thought like I thought it was I thought this on the internet watching this on YouTube for, for ten years. I thought this place was huge. Yeah. I'm thinking like five hundred, yeah, all like these Florida things. Types yeah, 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 yeah. But but I think it may maybe like two two 250, okay. maybe somewhere around there. And I could be over and, and Jacksonville comedy zone, we sit like maybe three oh five. Wow. So but uh so like I said, we have just one room. They have two levels, like two stories. Is it, stories. Two,
0: is it- was it a packed house when you were doing the laugh factory? Yes. Like, yes so out. Like Chocolate, Sunday,
1: Chocolate Sunday sells out every Sunday. That's what so I'm saying. What no matter about, who's there, they sell out. What people about, are up. Uh, the
0: comedy zone Does
1: And that's what that's what we gotta do here. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Like like the culture isn't built into it to where people are showing up here. You know what I mean? Jackson people are just different. Like you like yeah. get, you gotta figure out, you gotta earn the respect of these people. Like like I told you, like like I've been here do I've been doing this for like probably four or five years now and People didn't care to start showing up to my sh- until after I get back from LA, and va- yeah. this is two weeks ago. <laughs> this is two weeks ago, and I've never had so many people hit me up here. Like, where's your next show, man? I want to come see you. And I'm That's like, awesome, bro. Yeah, so yeah.
0: when would do, do you have like a weekly schedule where you perform like every week of the? Um, comedy zone I used
1: to. Uh, oh, Comedy Zone, no. Um, so so the Comedy Zone thing, like I, I do, like I'm about to do this like weekly live YouTube show. Um, that we're gonna be working on, like how I do the Writers Block podcast, like my show, uh, Bobby's Writers Block. Yeah, um, I want to talk about. That uh we got kind of like gonna pivot in a little minute it's like doing like a, a, a live show from youtube uh or we're gonna start it out as comedy zone you know see i see what we can build up there just you know because that's where the home base is for our yeah. creativity right now but um Tell we have we have a monthly me. we have a monthly show called river city comedy showcase um and it's the first wednesday of every month uh and it's usually like 7 30 six comedians seven comedians and i'm on that every month uh when i'm in town Word um that. but we don't have like a uh and then it's an open mic on wednesdays like the same night so it's kind of weird we got to fix a bunch of things here no, that's after, pretty after, like, what yeah. i learned along the way
0: so uh, uh tell me what you mean by live youtube show because I don't think everybody might know. Not know yeah, what like that a, means. like a, like a
1: stream. Like that's the thing today, man. Like like uh stream, like live entertainment, so like the podcast. Like you do OG sessions. We're, we're recording this right now. And this yeah. comes out. I, like that's how I do. I've been doing with uh, like my podcast. You know what I mean? Um, but. Uh, you know, you it's a different aspect when you do things live. You know, I mean, there's people watching, like 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 engaging with you. You know, you gotta have uh, you gotta have different things to keep to maintain an audience. And I think it's a different form of of entertainment. It's gonna be a challenge. Like we, like I literally just thought to start this after coming back from vegas like we don't have i don't have a blueprint we don't have anything but we're gonna start it up and i'm we're gonna learn in real time how to make a live stream entertainment show so probably about an hour we're gonna have games improv games that i made um you know uh, my boy logan uh ldb he's a producer so he's he's my co-host um and he does music. Uh, he makes beats and stuff like that. So you know okay. if we're gonna incorporate music and have like guest artists and all this stuff like that. You know, just try to find a way to take what we've been doing, uh, just to 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 the next step and challenging ourselves. I think it can help bring my comedy to a different aspect. You know what I mean? For sure, like, yeah, like because I'm not performing every single week here we don't have that type of culture to where we can have a show every single week and people are going to show up every single time no matter who's there so you got to find a way to 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 you know um still get out still be creative and uh and still work that muscle i think if i do that here whether the people here like it or not uh, I'm out into the world. Like we're st- like like you were saying, this is worldwide. You know what I mean? You got to yeah. figure out how to how to like we're trying to get out to the masses of people. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that's just another way that that we can uh, take a step up.
0: Yeah, I like that, man. And I think uh, like what you were just saying to, to kind of build off that, you said, um, you know, like this is a worldwide platform, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things where when. When you're doing a podcast, you're doing that audio only thing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's difficult to do it live because it's like you want to make sure it's crisp. You want to make sure that quality is competing with like a lot of these worldwide platforms. You are on a worldwide platform, you know. But when it's like you're doing something in the city where it's a real live show and you got guests sitting there, it's like you know, you're not really, you don't really give a fuck how the people in India are like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or the people like, if this is on a clip or something, it's like, you're not really thinking, you're not like, oh, wow, I hope the people in fucking the Netherlands are enjoying this, you know? You're thinking about like, what is my crowd, my audience right now thinking? Yeah, I think it puts in a different aspect and I think it's really cool how you're bringing the two together with your live show because like how you were saying before, the nerves do come on when you're performing. You got all the eyes just staring at you Mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. And like right now, we've got the camera on us, we've got all this shit, but it's not. In that moment, it's yeah. like, I know for a fact, you know, if we said something stupid that like we didn't want in it, or something <laughs> happens, or my or our phone starts ringing, or something happens, yeah. it's like, we can fix it. Could, yeah, but and when that's you're the same right? Like, like, yeah, you can sit there and see, oh wow, I've got a hundred people watching, you know, I'm doing my thing, this is fun, ha ha. But as soon as you see 10,000 people on there, yeah. those nerves, like you have a live audience, are gonna come right back to you. Yeah, and you and that's are basically thing. performing, and like you said, stretching that muscle. Yeah. We like, say,
1: we say some crazy, like, sometimes I'll get carried away. Like, sometimes we send shots. Like, you oh, know what I mean? We we talk. I, like, that's the thing, man. Like, like, so, so on live, we won't be able to cut it out. Uh, I think, luckily, I've been blessed enough that so far to this point, nobody's cared about anything I said. Like, the people <laughs> who I take, like, they don't listen to my show. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, but... I think uh, you know we got plans. We got plans, man. It's gonna it's gonna be different, definitely. I would like you to be involved. I don't know. If, oh I don't God, know if you'd dude. be. I haven't asked. I haven't asked you. Maybe I should have asked you off camera. I don't no, know. Dude, I would one hundred percent. I'm but,
0: always. I'm always. And you'll you'll learn this. I'm sure you could even ask probably Louie about this. Um, you know, I, my biggest thing is just to. Connect with you guys and help all my guests as much as possible. You know, yep. I mean, obviously, it's like I want. I'm bringing. I want to shine a light on all my guests to come on the pod. But it's like when you evolve, when any of the guests on the show evolve, we all grow. You know, what I'm saying it's like the more <laughs> the more fans, the more shit yeah, you guys yeah. got popping, the more people are going to hear about the show. And the way yeah. it's like we just it's a mutually exclusive relationship. You That's know what the I'm thing. Saying? Yeah, I got. to and, I didn't
1: know people like until we until we met like a month ago at the at the damn convention. I didn't know that that. Y'all yeah. around here? Like, yeah, like we just got—we got to find a way to do a sure. better job of, of of connecting with the people who are there. 100%, you know, yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting. Nick complimented my chain before we started the podcast. Yep. Right, and and I didn't say Nick is like we're, we're we're wearing the same chain. Literally, <laughs> he he's wearing one. I I had one of them, and then I lost that one, so I bought the same chain. <laughs> And then I found it, so I just put both of them on at the same time. I was
0: going to ask you why, because uh, it's funny. You got the two chains. It just looks like one thick-ass rope yeah, chain. Yeah, so it blended had, together. Well, we were standing right next to each other, like, you got two fucking rope chains on. <laughs> the same pendant.
1: <laughs> it's the exact same chain that you're wearing. I just bought it twice <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> What's the link,
0: though? What's the link?
1: Uh, well, like, where I, Honestly, I got this shit from Walmart. I got okay, the chain from okay, Walmart. All right, all right. Uh, my sister gave me this microphone, um, and I think I, I think this is my favorite thing ever. Cause, oh, like. So
0: it's a good staple piece. I always see you yeah. rocking shit.
1: Yeah, I try. You know, try to. I I never been a chain guy before. I used to have a really really tiny chain, like you couldn't tell what it was. You know, like if I put the microphone on, the chain would break. Like oh, that's, it was that thin.
0: See, I've always I've always been like a see. Oh god, I'm so head ass. Can't believe me saying this, dude. I used to wear like a fucking rosary when I was in like <laughs> in like elementary school. I've always had what the chain, you bro? Were... I've had like I would be. I'd rock like the rosary at school, thinking I'm like, yeah, you know. I got God on my side so oh my fuck God. off I <laughs> got no, dude. Like is. I've always been wearing, like, I'd always wear, like, some kind of necklace. I think in, like, 6th, 7th grade or something, I switched to a shark's tooth necklace. You know what I'm saying? Had to fucking, So I
1: did have a shark tooth. Uh, I used to be a summer camp counselor. Anyone that uh, says they
0: didn't wear a fucking shark's tooth necklace at some cab. point in their life. Oh, yeah. 100%. You tried it. Don't even, yeah, you've tried it mm. for sure. And you yeah. thought that this was going to be the sexiest fucking yeah. thing. You thought that now. And,
1: and it you, wasn't even a shark tooth. It was just, <laughs> it would be getting people. There's no way there, there's there been that many shark to exist in and the they're world. All perfect. They're all perfect. Like <laughs> (laughs) perfect. Perfect
0: exact. He's like, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, this boy brushed and flossed every fucking day. like, yeah. All right, motherfucker. Absolutely. That's crazy. (laughs) It's funny because, you know, with the chain thing, you can really learn a lot about somebody based off of their fucking chain. Really? You think so? I think so, for sure. You know, sometimes you see certain people and it's, you know, when they got the big old big flashy chain on, most of the time it's like, they're not, most of the time the people that have the big flashy chain are, in my opinion, um... Uh, what's the word they're like um, they're doing it to they're, they're not really the most outgoing people so it's mm-hmm. like their chain does the talking for them you know what I mean I'm trying oh, to think of the okay. term to they're, say that but it's uh, like they're,
1: they're uh, that's their personality literally they're, they're trying yes. to like make it their personality how many
0: times do you see a dude with a big ass chain and he's like super outgoing and he's like fucking hugging yeah, everybody. No, he's I like, mean, oh, you, I'm my yeah. brother what's
1: do with a huge chain has like their foot up on the wall in the they're corner kick, they're too cool ass. kick back <laughs> You know what I mean? How, yeah. how do you think? How do you feel when people like when you see people with the with the chain testers? You know what I mean? Oh like, God! Dude, I I love watching that live. Like yeah. I love being in the mall and watching it. The, like there's someone the YouTuber walking around testing people's chain, and then you see a dude with a chain on. You know? you, <laughs> you gotta stop. I'm gonna stop going. I'm gonna stop doing what I'm doing to see if this dude's chain is. Real. I would
0: love to be there in person and see yeah. all the dudes like tuck their shit so quick and just turn away. I like, <laughs> oh, Yeah, yeah. Let's go to H and M, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it, it's fun on the internet. It's so much better in person when you see real like the nerves these dude get oh yeah oh my god bro
0: oh and and that's that's one of the funniest things is when like I don't know if you've seen the, the Drewski shit I'm sure you're a mm-hmm. big Drewski fan bro yeah I like, rock with Drewski I don't know about big fans okay. you know? I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a huge Drewski yeah, fan nah, I, I love Drewski he's just one of those guys where he's just naturally funny like similar yeah. to you where like anytime they open their mouth it's gonna be something funny <laughs> yeah, you know and, I, I used to I love, this video. I love his videos bro and I almost used to like him like even more back in the day bro when like no one knew about him and he was just making the videos online and shit and you're like god this dude is a fucking nut yeah job, bro Kyle, when he was like Kyle Roger yeah. doing that uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Wait, I was in. I was in Tallahassee. We used to just put on compilations of that shit. Uh, it's like, so it's, funny. It's a... And there's, you know, there's so many guys like right now that have kind of like really, really set the bar high in the game. Like, I mean, you know, me and you have already talked about some of our favorite podcasts and stuff. But um, is there any kind of inspiration that you try to take from these guys? Like, whenever you're watching these stand up comedians, is there any specific comedians that you try to draw the most inspiration from that really inspire you to be a better, better artist.
1: Um, I would say like, like I'm in, I'm in such a growing stage of comedy, bro. Like, like five years in, you say that to comedians, they, they look they look at me like I'm a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and in my sense, I'm like. An adult in real life but in comedy it's kind of true I think I think it's seasonal it'll, it'll change like you know what I mean because when you get somewhere and then you know you learn you're like okay well what else can I look to for inspiration like you were saying earlier um, I think definitely uh, the first inspiration for me to do comedy was Chappelle um, I love like I've never seen him live uh, but but the show, Chappelle Show, like the 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 killing him softly, his stand up special. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and then when he came back on Netflix, uh, with with sticks and stones and stuff like that, like that, I think helped me be more confident and like allow myself to be like like to speak up. You know what I mean? Like that was like when I was real because this is like 2017. I so I started comedy in 2018. Wow. So okay. um, when that came out, that really helped me be more confident. And, like want want to be outspoken and stuff like that. Um. And then I see people here live, like I go to the Florida theater a lot, like I go to the, I used to go to, I go to Comedy Zone Florida theater a lot to watch these shows, dude. Um, so like Ali Sadiq came here and, and, uh, he just put out a special, um, Called the domino effect that's really going off right now, and and it's great. Like my when I first started comedy, I thought I was in Tallahassee. I was driving back and forth from Tallahassee to Jacksonville on like winter breaks and stuff, just listening to comedy albums on Spotify. So his clips would be popping up on Spotify. I didn't know that four years later I would be watching him in real life, in person. God, and, that's so And, funny, and uh, when he was here, he did a different hour every single night, and it was like a different hour of jokes that was hilarious every single night. No, and way. I looked at that, and I was like. This is the level of comedy that, like, this is mastery right here. People do
0: not understand how difficult that shit is, bro. People think that it's, like, just jokes and all this different stuff. But, like, to have an hour, I'm sure you can really attest to this, like, an hour of different content every night. I I don't even have an hour now. (laughs) I would just think, like, in my opinion, it's, like, it probably would take you so long Ridiculous. to work on, like, because you don't have any notes or any, there's no screen you yeah. know behind the people yeah. where you can, like, reference, okay, this is where I need to go into next. Yeah. It all has to, like, literally just tie together and yeah. feed into each other. And
1: that's how I told you, like, my five years isn't shit to people who have been doing it for 28, 25 years. For sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but, but then you
0: hear guys like Bert Kreischer, where he started working when he was, like, 26 or something, mm-hmm. and it's, like... You know, yeah. anything's possible. You yeah, know? and and even him when and he even first Bert, started.
1: Bert was a huge influence on me. Bert taught me. I didn't like him at first, uh, but but None I like top like Tom Segura was my guy, yeah. And then I started liking Bert because him and Tom Segura were a thing, yeah. Uh, Bert Kreischer, I think he taught me to have more fun. Like and he has fun on stage, dude. Yep. Like I used to be very like like uh, like my hardest thing, dude. Like I could I could have so much fun. With anything in the world, and then when it comes to comedy, I'm so serious. Like it's, I, I hate it because <laughs> I don't know how to not take it seriously. Well, I
0: think it's because you do take it so seriously, and it's yeah. like it's one of those things when you're so passionate about it. Because I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I watch so many podcasts, and I'm always like looking at Two Bears One Cave, so many yeah. podcasts, and I'm like, damn this is like they're literally just saying whatever the fuck's on their mind, and they're having such a good time with it. But then myself, as soon as I sit down in my own chair, sometimes I'm like. I go into like acting though and I'm like like I'm like oh I'm, I got to put on a show for these people but it's yeah. not it's like I literally just have to sit out and talk. Yes. My first couple episodes I was real bad about that like my first like two or three episodes I was like trying to be like extra engaging than I already was or yeah. something and trying to just but I've realized down the line you just act more like yourself. Yeah,
1: you don't got to be more than what you are. 100%. You know what I mean? Um and I think I get caught up in that All the time, like like congratulations on episode fifty four. By the way, appreciate Uh, that. I I just put out ninety nine, so we we like literally like I've had so many episodes where I'm like, damn, was I funny enough on this episode? You know what I mean? Like you know what I mean? And I like I I just had to learn like you don't have to be more than what you are. You know, maybe this live show will be different. I gotta you know I, I I gotta figure out how to take it up a notch. You know what I mean? But would
0: you say it's more difficult to try to I guess per se be funny? when you're doing the podcast and you don't have an audience Mm -hmm. or when you do have the audience and you can kind of like read them and tell damn was that funny do you you know i'm trying to say by that because it's like yeah i uh
1: i would say so so i used to when i started my very first podcast uh it was called all in good fun uh, and it, it, you know, it helped me learn how to do
0: make a podcast. Play, like, for sure.
1: That was the, that I used to have a live audience. So like the first three episodes, I had people in my living room on the couch, with my friends, they were, they, they like, watched us, you know what I mean? Um, and that off rip, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I don't like the press Cause they had to be quiet. They were just watching. They literally watched us no, yeah. for the whole time. I was going to ask you
0: if they were applauding and shit or whatever. Yeah, so like,
1: like they, we had moments and stuff like that, obviously. Um, but I think, I think. When there's nobody there, like right here, right here, I'm, I'm cool. This is my shit. I can yeah. you know, uh, I, I wouldn't, I don't think, uh, I don't, I don't think I'm thinking about, okay, is it funny? Is it funny? Is it funny? Uh, because there's no live chat. You know yeah, what I mean, for there's no one not
0: for anyone that's you know behind the camera right now. There's literally no one in this fucking yeah. room. It's Just me and you. In an <laughs> yeah, empty there's no L's in the chat. There's no. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, exactly, but, exactly. Uh, but I, I do think
1: that like that that is necessary. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I haven't done the other one yet, so I I can't say which one's better. You know what I mean? But but as of right now, I can tell you my experience. But this has sure been comfortable. Yeah, good. And <laughs> yeah. And, and
0: and I feel like with being a comedian, and especially whenever you have to. I feel like for you, whenever you're a comedian, I feel like it's always like in the back of your mind is like, am I being funny? Was that like funny enough? Was that like what I, as funny as it was in my head, you know what I mean? Yeah. And for some, you know, just watching comedy all the time. Sometimes I'll be driving in the car and something will happen. And I'll think of like something that happened in my head. I'm like, dude, this could be the funniest fucking comedy moment in my life. You know what I mean? And then I go to tell my best friend about it in the way that I would like, I'm trying to make it as funny as possible. (laughs) And then he's like, Nah. What the fuck? Nah, not at and all. And I'm, like, I'm like, no, 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 you had to be there. You had to be there. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, thank God I'm not on a fucking stage right now in front of a million people. Um... I've got a couple questions for you, man. Because Ooh. I, I,
1: there's... Your tone changed when you said that. Yeah, I got some questions. <laughs> was like, I was like, wait, what did look, you know? Yeah, as you
0: know, you're the first comedian we've ever had on a podcast. I
1: didn't know that. Wow, thank you.
0: Yeah, first comedian oh, yeah. that I've ever had so on So you had year. like, so you artists and like business people. I try to do anybody that's got, yeah. you know, an interesting story. I try to fit up, fit up. I try to fit the audience with the guests. Got so, it. you know, I... I know my audience. I know what they enjoy. You know, you guys mm. tell me what you enjoy way too fucking much. Um, but You're keep better about that than me. That's, and, that's um, what I need to figure out. And I really try to, you know, just put... I, I know that they like the artist thing and the rappers and the the entrepreneurs and stuff. So that's, like, the main basis is, like, artists and entrepreneurs. I also really enjoy that as well. Mm. Um, but I do like to switch it up. Like, we've had doctors on here. We've had, you know, big-time celebrities like SETI and people like that. And we've yeah. had um, all kinds of, uh, of different, like... People that have done different things like, you know, actors, fucking just like travel guys, surfers, athletes, things like yeah. that. But this is great. It's cool because, you know, I do like having people that I I, I am very passionate about the art, like co- comedy, mm-hmm. um, but then actually like sit down with people like they do it, you know, like comedians and in Jacksonville. I'll be honest. I was one of those people that you keep talking about that really? doesn't know fucking anything yeah. about the comedy scene in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. I don't know a single comedian that's ever came out of Jacksonville, dude. Yeah, I don't. Wait, know. wait, wait, Low Duval. What do you oh, think he oh, came whoa, from? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> oh, Nick,
1: where do okay, you think? Okay,
0: okay, okay. Everyone knows Lil Duval. I spoke, <laughs> okay. I spoke too soon. Where do you think he came is, from? Is Lil Duval correct me if I'm wrong though, I've never even seen does he have a special or anything? Is he like an actual comedian or is he more yeah, of so, like so so
1: he started out doing he was a stand up comedian, traveling doing stand up. Um and like what you see what you see of him today isn't how uh he was he was He's also, he's always been in the, in the hip hop music community. Um, you know, he's been in people's videos back in the, That's how you got on because there were no podcasts back in the day yeah, yeah. for comedians to come for do. Sure. You know, there were no, like, like, not everybody could get on TV back then, you know, or any YouTube. There wasn't YouTube either. Uh, well, there was YouTube, but like uh, in a different way. For you know sure. what I mean? Um, Lil Duval, uh, got, you got on because you would hang with the rappers and the rappers would put him in the music videos. And now we're 20 years old, but, so like so we see the the easter eggs in, in in the history of things but but people saw that in real time you got real like most people who who were his fans saw that in real time and grew up with it yeah. you know what i
0: mean um it's interesting with him because he even now raps and makes music but it's yeah. all like the funniest shit yeah exactly i swear to god bro me and my best friend were uh bumping um uh, dropping dick off. Drop it I'm dropping dick off. <laughs> drop it I'm off. D- I'm dropping
1: dick off. <laughs> drop it
0: off. <laughs> that shit Yo.
1: is the funniest yeah, song. Yeah. Shout ever, out that So so I think that's interesting. Um and I, I would say like I'm I'm a little Duval influence absolutely because early on in my comedy career I used to wear Jaguar's jerseys on stage. Like, I only wore Jag's jerseys on stage. And that was his thing. That was, that's how he, you know, popped off. Um, and then, like I told you, I used to do this thing called Bobby's Booth, man. Like, I, I, I started being creative. Like, I wasn't always a comedian. I used to rap. You know what I mean? I'm the, I'm I'm the best rapper in the world, Nick. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy. But the reason that you, I want to do comedy. So I don't put out my music. You know what I mean? And my friends are artists. So I, you know, like, I help my, but that's why I started Bobby's Booth where, you know, I I would freestyle and have fun with my friends, and then people, artists and stuff would come on and they would actually perform their song. It was like colors, but what I was doing. Yeah. You know what I, like I mean? That. Um, and. That really inspired me. So we used to just have like sessions where they be like, "Bobby, get on this song." I'm like, "All right, say less, say less," ah. but, but I want you to know, like, I want you to know, I'm about to dust your ass on this <laughs> song. Um, That's know? funny. Uh, I got I got one song out right now. I'm a feature, not my song. I'm a feature on my boy. It's his his, his artist name is the Black Toilet. Um, and What's it's, your uh, artist name? Uh, I just it's just maybe Bobby. You know, like maybe my, Bobby. Yeah, my YouTube is Maybe Bobby TV. Um, so like so maybe Bobby is kind of like it's a log. So that needs to be my at name. On Instagram before I found Bobby comedian, Um, but it's it's a long history. It was a whole identity crisis thing. Oh God! You know I haven't figured out how to make that part funny yet. You know, (laughs) but that's the interesting part about comedy. Like like right now, like people always ask me what my comedy is like and stuff like that. I'm just trying to be generically funny to people right now because in this stage of comedy, like, nobody, like, like nobody cares about my story, right? Like, like they care about your story a little bit, but, like, you got to be generically funny. And then when you build an audience who cares about you, then you know, okay, well, now I can dive deeper and reveal things about myself that I've been, you know, that have been – that's kind of how comedians evolve. That's a good point, yeah, because Um, you –
0: no one is gonna give a fuck about your story about you and your little sister or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if, if they if if you're not funny to begin with, then yeah. you have to like consistently put those that type of funny content out, yeah, or just have them consistently see you live for them to even like relatively give a fuck about what you're talking absolutely. about in your personal life. That's yeah. a good point. I've never thought about that.
1: Yeah, and that that's like the phase of comedy that I'm like I'm growing still. Like like I'm I'm figuring out okay well let me add this element let me see what i like about this thing right here you know what i mean um but music like like i told you i'm serious about that like music that's something that i can go in and write a, i can literally write a verse whatever like i can rap have fun whatever but i don't think about that when it's comedy I'm like two in my head, and I'm like, God dang it. This is over here. The rapping is fun. Being with my friends is fun. This is my lane, and I can't even, like,
0: get out of my head to freaking let myself
1: kill, you know? Yeah, that's Um, interesting
0: Do you feel that way. I mean, because the clips I've seen from you, especially from the uh, Writer's Block podcast, which mm -hmm. is the one you film at Comedy Zone, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so from those clips, you seem like you're, like, in the fucking zone. Yeah. It's probably a mental thing. Like, you feel like you're not in your spot because you're, you know, you can— sense what you're feeling inside your head mm-hmm. but everyone watching you's like dude this guy's a fucking natural you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah and yeah. uh I, I think it is really important how important would you say it is to be a confident person and be a stand-up yeah. comedian so uh
1: that's also what comedy taught me dude i was i was not confident in myself bro I, I was not confident in myself until i got good at comedy and then i was like oh this like comedy actually like makes me a better person like like they're it literally, I don't know, Well, better person for me. I might be, <laughs> it might be some people out there who who, who think it's worse for them. But, yeah. but it makes me better for me. You know what I mean? Um, and, and it's because, like, just the confidence level that I've got from doing it, from from traveling, from seeing celebrities who I watch forever. I'm opening up for them. And they're like, oh, man, that was dope. You're funny. You keep going. You got the pieces of the puzzle now. You know, put the things together. And then when I meet them again, they remember me. So now I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, a part of this world now. I'm actually in the game now, you know what I mean? Um, so, That's super I would say dumb. like, uh, I, you, you asked me what what's more important, or I don't know, I forget what that. No, I was just
0: saying like, how important do you think it is, like be confident, because for me. Oh
1: yeah, so, so I think like the, the, the confidence is important, because once I started moving more confidently, dude, like, then things started happening more intentionally. You uh, know, yeah, and, I was like, going to say, bigger, I feel like you have more intention you know? with
0: what you're saying when yeah. you're confident. there's so
1: many opportunities that I've missed out on because I wasn't confident on myself in the moment, both in comedy and outside of comedy. And I gotcha. would never, uh, Like I'm so upset. I'm, I'm forever trying to capture those moments again. Have you ever, have you ever. Some of them are
0: with other men. What? <laughs> 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 those moments are <ago>, no, <laughs> I'm dead as <it's> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, one, one question I got for you. Have you ever bombed before? I bombed. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> that's how it starts. How like, bad is it? Like like what oh is my that? God. What does that moment feel like,
1: bro? Have you ever have you ever uh have you ever thought somebody was waving at you and then you wave back and they're like waving at the person behind you? Oh god. That's yes. like the and it, but it's in public. Like you know, like if people saw you actively look. That's that's yeah. like one of the closest things I can describe for right now. Like it sucks, dude. It's just awkward. Because, yeah, it's and like, awkward and then like like I, re- like, I record every set. So if I bomb, I gotta walk through the crowd and take down my camera oh, no. while they're while they're watching. Oh, me. No. oh <laughs> You know? No. And, oh and then, my god! And, and that's where their part ends, like the audience part ends. I gotta go home and watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> and like, just—have you ever seen yourself die? Do you <laughs> know what I mean? It's like, like, like you have an outer body experience where you're just watching yourself just get beat up. Like you're watching yourself get beat up in front of the hood, in front of oh, your friends, my god. and nobody's helping. That is. So it doesn't funny. feel good, man. Um, but but I mean, you need. I don't, I wouldn't say like like I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. Like In those like,
0: moments, do you try to build off of the material you had, or are you just like f- fuck this? That just ain't it. Yeah, you know, like how do you, the how do you
1: grow from that? Uh, that's the thing. Every audience is different. Like like you can usually tell. Like like open mics here or whatever. Like you can usually tell. Okay, this isn't an audience for material. They don't care to hear actual comedy material they want you to do blah 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 uh so you can go up there and do your material but if it doesn't work i mean there's some people who are like yeah stick to this stick to this but you you also got to know how to how to adjust and be like right, let me talk about some fun stuff then whatever um i would say like uh in 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 the comedy club if your material isn't hitting, then you definitely got to switch it up and 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 break people open and get people to watch. Because if you stick with that material, you already see that they don't rock with you. So there's nothing that's gonna that's gonna change
0: that. And you, you got know? already. I do. I feel like sometimes or is a comedy club. Sometimes like familiar faces coming through, like the same people are coming through to watch the shows. Sometimes because I feel like if you if you bomb once, it's gonna be pretty hard to like. You know, redeem yourself after that performance. Um, no, every single comedy audience is different. Like, Word, e- okay.
1: even if you see me, like, if you see me bomb, the next show that you come back to is so many other different people around. Their energy is different. That's why the audience is such a big part of comedy because the energy that you come in with, like, like that, it's not just all on the comedian. To, to, to make the show go and make everything happen, the energy that you come in with is is equally as important because if you're here gotcha. to have a good time, if you're here to have fun, you had a good day, then it makes, not. not I'm not saying it makes our job easier, but what we do is going to match what you're doing so much better that everyone else is going to have a good time. Like you makes said, sense. you can feel when people are, like not in a good mood. Oh, yeah. You can actively sure. feel when people like there are people who come to the comedy shows, sit in the front row, and they just have their hands crossed the whole time. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody else is laughing around them. Yeah. But the people right it's always the people who are in the camera shot too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always people in the camera shot. One person not laughing in the camera, but everybody else off camera is dying. Do you
0: do you uh do a lot of crowd work when you're up there?
1: Um it depends on what you call crowd work, like like a crowd work. Uh, I I try to you know obviously you exercise that muscle. I, I'll probably leave like maybe two minutes for crowd work right now and in my what career. Kind of crowd
0: work do you do is it like is it like a lot of picking on the audience or no. is it a lot of like kind of trying to just feel out their vibe, see where yeah. they're at, kind of thing.
1: So so my favorite thing about crowd work is like like crowd work is is, is I don't want to ruin the magic for people, but but I'm not going to say it's scripted, but it's definitely thought about. You for know sure, what I mean? Yeah. Like like you think yeah. about okay. How can my next joke be best helped by someone in the audience? You got to, you know, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I, you don't, I don't pick on people off rip. You know what I mean? If something funny is happening in the room or if somebody got like a, you know, fucking a hairstyle that, that everybody can't ignore, yeah. then that's, you, you know, you got to call it out. You got to talk about the elephant in the room, quote you know, to, for, for sure, lack like of yeah. better terms. But I I think crowd works more fun when it's like, okay, how can I get this person engaged in my joke? Like my favorite thing, bro, like a, like I'll take an audience member, uh, I'm like, all right, whatever their name is. And then like, I'll just use their name in the story. Like, you know what I mean? So, so they like, yeah. I'm like, all right. Put yourself in this position, Nick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'll talk about my experience and what I went through, but now you're part of the story. You're, 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 you're the person behind me in line. You saw it all happen. You know what I mean? You're the person that's next up. Or you, or you
0: just went through something and then I had to go through it, you know? I like that a lot. Are you, would you say that you're more of a, you see some comedians and they're like, their specialty is is telling stories. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of guys are like that nowadays. It's like their specialty is just, like their their comedy. They almost think just like, their specialty okay. is telling stories. What what is what is your specialty? Would you say? Because I know there's so many different forms of comedy. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. jokes. There's stories. There's yeah. just like some just flat out statements. You know? I think
1: uh, the re- the reason I was like like specifying about that is because some people think that their stories are standard. and it's good. Like like. It's just not, like, you're telling a story, yeah, but sometimes you can be like, okay, this story isn't stand up. Like, yeah. you're trying to make a point with this story. You know what I mean? Like, Word. this is more of a, uh, if, if you're, t- if you're saying something and people are clapping, you know what I mean? That's, uh, it's not really the same. You know what I mean? Now, now, unless it's like, you know, they're laughing and you got a really good punchline. Now, obviously, there are some comedians who are like that, the shit they just said, nigga, that was funny, but that was also like, okay, I see what you did there. Yeah. I gotta give it up. But laugh first, then clap. You know what yeah, I mean? Fuck yeah, fuck sure. Um, I would say for me, like, Um, I do have like some, like, like like a story format, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, in some of my jokes, but, you know, it's all, it's like, it's also just, there's jokes there. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not just telling a story to tell a story. Uh, and, and maybe, you know, I'll get there when I learn how to be a better storyteller. You know what I mean? Like, like, it kind of evolves the more that you do it. Like, uh, like that's why I love going to the comedy club so much because you see different people. Like, there are some people who come through and they are joke tellers. And then that week, I'll be really inspired to just, have short jokes. That week oh, I'll be sure. really inspired to just tell short jokes and then, uh, someone else will come the next weekend. They have more of a a story form joke that's like the highest joke of the weekend. I'll be like, okay, so that's the kind of joke that gets people in an audience to react this way. Let me, you know, let me format one of my jokes that I have to be more of like a a story that, that people can relate to and be in the moment with, you know? Gotcha. Um, like I said, I'm very, I'm, I'm in a impressionable state, uh, stage right now where, I'm I'm seeing these people who are touring worldwide. I'm I'm finally in the rooms, and I'm trying to figure out what's making them connect so hard to these people. And it's my job to spend the next ten years or whatever, uh, after five years. Okay, how do I best perfect this? You know, for 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 me,
0: I like that. Do you change your your sets based off of the location that you're in? Like, yes. for example, you just went to L. A. Okay, I figured that'd be a pretty yeah. obvious situation. I, so I'm, but
1: I'm from Jacksonville, like, uh, and I didn't mean to answer your question before you finished it. My bad. No, no, uh, you're good. That's, yeah, I, I, so I have jags. I have Jacksonville Jaguars jokes. I'm a Jaguars <laughs> okay, fan. Facts, uh, yeah. I've been here my whole life, and we've sucked forever. But nobody in L. A. Cares about the Jaguars. Give
0: me a Jaguars joke real quick.
1: Um, let's see. So. Oh, my, fa- all right, my favorite joke uh, that, I, that I would tell about the Jags um, is uh, pretty much like, which one do I to go with? Mm, okay, all right. So I'll go with this one. Uh, I used to pretty much like, uh, like I wasn't allowed to go to the Jags games growing up, you know what I mean? Uh, because like the Jags play on Sundays at 1 p.m., and yeah. I grew up in church. You know, so like like we are my mom, like you you better your ass better be in church every Sunday. You know what I mean? So Sunday at one PM, Jags game, I'm in church. Now the beautiful part about that is being in Jacksonville, my church is in downtown Jacksonville. It's right next to the stadium. So so I like it's the seven hundred forty two Franklin Street. It's still there right now. So we would literally hear the whole game while the sermon is trying to go on. You know what I mean? So like 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 I used to we used to charge people to park at our church. You know what I mean? My pastor was making Deals with people, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, it's like yeah. Y'all can park here, but but if the Jags lose, all y'all got to come get baptized. Go to you the know, it's just <laughs> just make people join a joke. We had two hundred members one year. Nick, I ain't gonna lie to you, it's fine. That but uh, but like like so like I, I tell that joke in L.A. People don't care. People don't get it because yeah. they don't they they don't they've never been in downtown Jacksonville. You know they've never seen it. The Jag Stadium isn't right next to it. But
0: they're putting their uh, the parking money in the donation bucket or the Absolutely. offering bucket. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Let's go play let's go pay for some new parking spaces right here, baby. <laughs> yeah,
1: so yeah, you gotta switch it up for wherever you go and and I think that's another reason why I got into comedy. I told you that was my first plane ride. That was my first time taking a trip. I've never really been nowhere in the world. So uh, so I hope that this can take me everywhere i hope i get to see you know go experience things i got so many stories out that la thing i got so many experiences from vegas man like yeah uh i'm i'm 24 years old about to be 25 like I, now i'm in, I, I think this is the perfect time to go see the world do you, you look know? at
0: a certain do you take certain situations and immediately think like oh this is going to be a bit like whenever you have an experience or something mm. or you do something and it's just like the most random shit happens and it ends up being really funny and you're like yeah oh, this is going to be a bit, yeah. you like write it down or something? Like, how does that work for so you? So that's
1: my favorite thing. Uh, I, 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 yes, it, I, I do, I try to pay attention to laughs in my life. Like, like, that helped me get so much better at comedy. Like, if there's people laughing, then in that moment in my brain, I'm like, okay, well, why are people laughing right now? what just happened to yeah. make people laugh. And then, yeah, I will literally stop walking. I'll stop what I'm doing. And I pull out my phone, type it in my notepad. You know what I mean? So I have like a, a, a full list of notes. Like, you know how rappers have freestyles. Oh, and yeah, stuff? Yeah. I, I just have a full list of, of things that happen in the scenario because, you know, uh, I want, I want to write TV. I want to write in movies. I want to, you know, I, I also act like I just told you, I'm in yeah. the damn class and shit. Like, so I think,
0: um, would comedy movies be the place that you would want to act preferably like i mean obviously Um, that's your specialty but
1: yeah i don't have a preference like like i really don't have a preference i honestly i'm I, i don't like being funny all the time like like there are plenty of days where i don't talk like i'm a server i work at a real job you know how 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 pissed off i was in my life that i came
0: back from la and had to work and close the restaurant the next night? No, I bet, it's, I bet it's kind of motivating, though, for you, man. Like, I know for me, when I'm working them shitty jobs, man, it's like, not saying your job is a shitty job. I'm just saying, back in the day, I've had experiences where it's like, you get back from vacation, or you get back from doing something fun. Or even now, it's like, I work a full-time job, too. And it's like, I get done on the weekends recording these episodes and editing all this shit, and I'm like, fuck. Man. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I wish I could just do this for the rest yeah. of my life, you know? Yeah, um, bro. But But you gotta
1: stick to it, bro. Like, we're we're on the path, Nick. We, I think this is the most important, no, maybe not most important, but like, uh, like I've been telling myself I wanted this year to be the first year of my come up. 100%. Uh, I don't know what that looks like, but so far it's been, it started off great. You know what I mean? Like, like, um, like this right here, this next stretch. This is probably the most important work that, I or like work at the time. You know, who knows what can happen in the future. But if I do a lot of work right now, if I challenge myself right now, then then I feel like next year things can really be crazy. You know, Hell same yeah. for you, bro. You're out here grinding, editing the videos. Same, like we were literally the same. I got you, bro. We are the same. Yeah, thing. no, one hundred percent. You're you killing got, it. You're killing that,
0: it. I appreciate that, man. And I really want to just uh help. I, I, I want this to be the biggest year possible for both of us. Likewise, how you're just saying that, man, it's like I've got so many things lined up this year to just, like, make this the year. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, we look back on this time, it's like, dude, 2023, that's when I blew up fucking years <laughs> ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everyone's like, man, I blew up 2023. It's yeah. like, fuck, you know? <laughs> that's so wild, it, bro. It's, it's crazy to just look back at, the, this past year 2022 and just see it's like in 2022 i thought that was gonna be the year you know yeah. and i look yep. at the things that i miss had made mistakes on or i looked at the places where i was lacking or where i could have been doing better or certain things and i'm like time to fix all that shit and make 2023 the actual year you know what i mean you're
1: good you're good are you a good uh self-reflector
0: 100 percent. i look account. at i look when i'm editing every single episode i write down notes on the side of Things that I would like that I wish I hadn't done or things that I can I know I can yeah. do better. What about
1: outside of content? like you like in life?
0: Oh, f- in life. Are you a good self-reflector? I'm very critical. I'm hyper-critical, dude. Mm. Like I I of myself. Yeah. Not really of other people. I don't really care what other people are doing. But for me, it's like whenever I'm just looking at like, even at like my job, bro, there's certain times where I'm like, I, I notice when I'm having a bad day, why I'm having a bad day, like what's affecting it and how it's affecting work as mm-hmm. opposed to like same thing when I'm having a good day. You know, when I'm having a good day. It's like, I really do notice like, okay, this, I need to do this more or this made this person happy or whatever it is. And um, I try to keep the same patterns that keep me in a good mood, if that makes sense. It's like, cause- Okay, I like that. For me, it's like, yeah. I, I'm not one of those people where I can just switch my mood on and off. You know, if I'm having like, if I'm in a fucking pissed off mood, it's like, I'll usually just isolate myself and just do whatever I want to do type thing, you know? And, um, I try to, I try to set myself up for a good day, you know? And I'd say if that's kind of like self-reflection, I'd yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that's what exactly what I meant.
1: Um, I think, yeah, I think now that I get better at like, yeah, um, I used to not be, I used to, I, but taking accountability is something comedy taught me. Like, you. like you're up there, you're just you, you're who you are. You know what I mean? You got to own Everything that you've done, like my mistakes that I like you tell you talk about making mistakes with this. Like I make mistakes so much in life and even in like my content that I'm like, fuck, I can't believe I did that. You know what I mean? But but those are the things that would teach me how to have respect for myself. You know what I mean? How to like be more intentional and and, and stick my stick to what I know, stick to my business and what I should be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um but but yeah, now I used to not be. I used to I used to absolutely not be a good self reflector, but kind
0: of have you to have be, like, to be if you, you want know, to get good at content. Well, if you I want mean, to. if you want to just excel, nowadays we're living in a time where everyone's trying to do everything. You know, it's like people there's it, it's there's thousands of tens of thousands of podcasts created every single month every day. you know every day every literally no i mean yeah. but like like actually there's so many being created it's such a fast rate and with comedy nowadays you see the people like the austin situations blowing up and i want to ask you about that like everybody's moving to these hot spots for comedy because everyone's trying to blow up at the same time mm-hmm. if you want to actually make it and you are as serious about it as you are you have to take the extra measures and you have to critique yourself you have to get better and you have to just evolve as an artist period you mm-hmm. know and not a lot of people can not a lot of people can critique themselves yeah. and say, "Oh, I could get better at this." They just want to think like yeah, they yeah. want to point the finger at other people for them not being good at something. You That's know? what I
1: need to get better at for like my comedy, especially because I'm so sensitive about my comedy, and I'm also like you said, I'm hypercritical about my comedy. So like I watch myself.
0: And I'm like, argh, argh. yeah, but other people probably watch it and they don't like, that's my thing too, is I almost am so hypercritical that I, I almost overanalyze shit and I'll like, be like, damn, should I like yeah. turn the volume down on this or just, or take this out? You're looking at stuff that nobody else even, nobody even would notices. Think about. Exactly, man. And that's, it's, it's a gift and a curse, you know? And I'd <laughs> say at the end of the day, it's going to help you grow into like, the more critical you are of yourself, the more. As long as you know how to grow from it and not just take it as a negative yeah. and use it as a positive, you know, it's like if, if you don't if you know how to do that, then it can contribute to your growth tremendously and you could really turn it into something great, you know? I think that's a key for growing, definitely.
1: I agree with you, Nick. That's good. Yeah. That's fair what I think about that.
0: Um, what is a piece of advice that you would give for a younger comedian? Somebody that is trying to be funny, but they just keep getting the fucking silent crickets whenever they go to perform live man like what's what's a piece of advice you can give to them
1: to someone who's trying to be funny trying to be a comedian um i would probably say like like just when you're up there that's the only time that like 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 i started comedy for selfish reasons i felt like i felt like i didn't like nobody cared when i talked you know what i mean so i was using comedy as like okay hey I'm going to say everything I want to say up here. Wow. You know, okay. a lot of people point. early on in comedy are just going up there bullshitting. You know what I mean? Like, I think that like that, if you like, whatever you want to say, that might be the time to to express however you're feeling. And that honesty kind of helps people gravitate towards you. Like yeah. being vulnerable kind of helps people grab gravitate towards you. Um,
0: So, be intentional when you're up there. Don't just go up there and just use the time to just say, oh, whatever. Being
1: vulnerable will always make stuff funnier.
0: Yeah. Like, it's going to make it hit harder. You know what I mean? How do you feel about the people that, like, sometimes I feel like, I I personally think it's funny as fucks. Most of the time, I'm not not one of those people that, I'm not woke at all by any means when it comes to comedy. I think anything fucking flies, it's comedy, you know? Sometimes, um, I do hear some people say jokes and it'll be about, like, killing themselves. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say certain jokes about, like... um, you know, I mean, I, you hear people sometimes, and they're like, you think I'm reading off jokes, but this is my fucking suicide note. And it's like everyone starts laughing. And in the back of my head, I'm like, god damn, if this kid created committed fucking suicide, that yeah. would be just like, <laughs> you <laughs> know worst. what I mean? I'm like, fuck, like, dude. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know how to, like, react to certain... How do you personally, how do you... What do you think about that kind of comedy? Um, First of all, I think, uh, personally
1: whatever jokes that you make about yourself are always fair game. Like, like there is, I grew up, like I grew up way, I, not way before, but I, I think I'm like one generation removed from now, how everybody's like super sensitive to things. Like, like kill yourself was still a thing when i was in middle school yo people just walking around
0: that was like a serious like that was like a known text message abbreviation when i was in school people were still using (laughs) it you know like like it um people put killing myself in their (laughs) bios and shit bro (laughs) it'd be like it'd be like that was everything And it's hilarious
1: it was hilarious you know um i i think bro like when it comes to stand up man like if it's funny, it's, if I'm on stage and I'm straight up just sitting, like, if it's not, if I'm not making a joke and I'm actively, help me, please, I'm about to go down, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. but, but I don't even think, I think that lane of comedy is fine. Like, there's so many people, like, that's, that's the thing of today, bro. Like, and even now, I think comedy culture is, is kind of pulling back a little bit on being so hyper fixated on that. Yeah. Uh, depending, I guess, depending on what part of the internet or, or real world that you exist in. Yeah. Um, but, I think people were tired of it, bro. Like like one of my favorite comedians, her name's Adrian Appalucci. Um, she literally has like like her, her her she has a special called Baby Skeletons. Um and, and off rip, you already off rip, you can tell what that's about. Off rip, bro. Oh, see <laughs> and, this
0: is why I fucking love this shit, man. And, and it's, it's just- one
1: of the funniest Things that you'll ever listen to in comedy, bro. Oh my god! Uh, and 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 I just think, uh, like, even even I, I'm, I'm, I talk about that a little bit in my comedy. Like, like, um, like I've never been like suicidal in real life, you know what I mean? But there yeah. have definitely been times where I am like, man. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm let's see what let's see what this is about you yeah know? exactly uh, yeah, but yeah. but no nah, man i mean definitely if i mean if you if you if you experience none of real life go seek some help you know what i mean go do something to, about uh, it but in comedy it's like yeah, you know we here we joking we joking
0: and yeah that's one of the things i like how comedy is one of those spaces where it is just like fair game say whatever the fuck you want yeah. as long as you're not you know threatening anybody or making anybody like you know actually want to kill themselves it's like you know just do your fucking thing. But one question I did want to ask you: You're Maybe a comedian. This is a, this is something I didn't really know when this. It's it's kind of a far gone uh cur- or event that happened. Um, but for when it happened, I didn't really know whose side to take. Okay. To be honest with you, okay. And so I would love to hear your opinion on this. What? Who is it? Will Smith, Chris Rock, ah, the okay. slap. I have to know. <laughs> just like, what's your opinion? Like, who was right? Who was wrong? What should have happened? What shouldn't have happened? Like, yeah. I just want to know. First Go. of
1: all, everybody was right. That's my take. Everybody was right. What should have happened was Chris hit him back on TV, you know, or defend himself. Ah! That's what should have happened. You know, I I'm not gonna say that anybody was wrong because, um, a yeah, obviously it's a joke. Like like you don't go up there and slap somebody. But f- I, Will, like, listen, everything that was supposed to happen happened. You know what I mean? Facts. Yeah, that's how I'll take it. But I I would say think it was as a comedian. I don't, at first I thought it was staged. And then when I saw Tony Rock, Chris Rock's brother, when I saw Tony Rock's reaction and, and what he put out, that's when I knew, oh, that was real. Like, they want to kill Will. Like, cause yeah. Chris Rock has 10 brothers. He is like two it was brothers really and sisters.
0: interesting because when after it happened, I saw the whole comedy scene just like back Chris Rock. Hey, yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. A lot yeah. of like I didn't even see a single comedian. Even Bert Kreischer is like Will Smith's fucking prodigy that Will Smith brought up or whatever. And mm-hmm. even Burt was like throwing some shade at, at Chris Rock, and I'm like, yo, this is this is pretty. Or throwing some shade yeah. at Will. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think that's interesting Chris because
1: uh, a lot of the community, like like I saw a lot of people hated. A lot of people wanted Will Smith to do that. A lot of people did not like. That. People don't like Chris Rock. I saw like, both. Yeah, I saw a Like, little People bit don't like Chris, sure. which which I learned then because I thought Chris Rock. It's Chris Rock. Everybody hates Chris. Oh yeah, like, yeah. But you, know, you know. Um, but I mean, I think in that moment, in that moment, yeah, Will, Will, like the hitting him was probably okay. That's a little much. Like, what, what are you doing? You, know, like you could have got Assault, up. You could have you yeah. got up, checked him. You know, you could have yeah. like hey, let's talk in the back or something like that, but. I also think after, like, like you, you got to hit back. You got to hit back.
0: I think it's just, like, I mean, and it was it's not... If it was a sucker... I mean, if he just, like, s- s- punched him, sucker yeah. punched him in the face... Like, it was open hand. It, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It was open hand slap. Like, lay his ass back out again. Just do a little, like, uh, yeah. power slap fucking game real Did quick. Did you see Chris
1: Rock's special? He do- he talked about it in the new special was, that came out. I
0: saw part bits and pieces of it. I was interrupted multiple times during it. Okay. I, I, I think it was pretty solid. You yeah, know? I, yeah. I think he, he explained it well. I think he... He painted the picture well, from yeah. what I saw, at least.
1: I didn't like the way that, like, I didn't like why he didn't hit him back. He said that he didn't hit him back because you're, like, not supposed to fight around white people or something like that. Oh, I didn't um, even see that. that. That was what he blamed it on. That's what he said at the at the end of it was why he didn't hit him back was because that's the Oscars and it's a bunch of white people in the room. That was what he said. Um, and and it makes I sense. I add, mean, it's
0: the Oscars. That wouldn't be a good place to fight, I suppose. But <laughs> it's not a good place think. to slap some, I, yeah. Guess, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, all right. Uh, let me
1: ask you this. If you were performing and someone walked up and hit you, what would you do?
0: I mean, one of the things that would be certainly in the back of my head is, like, this is the Oscars, you know? And if <laughs> yeah. someone came up there and, and and laid you out, or not laid you out, but slapped you across the face like how it happened... Um I think that like in the back of my head I would kinda already know that they embarrassed themselves at the Oscars and like now I don't think I, I they think at that moment. Him, you know he
1: still won the award.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> they let did. him
1: sit down, know, win the fucked. award, fucked. and then party to his own music. I'm gonna be honest. You gotta
0: go you can't let that slide. I, I mean but what but but the thing is is he Will Smith did kind of humiliate himself by getting up there and slapping the shit out of Chris Rock. And I think that if Chris Rock would have slapped back, it would have just kind of turned into this, like, they're both kind of humiliating themselves at this point. You know, I don't think it would have been as, I don't think Chris Rock would have, in quotes, won, I guess, as much as he did in that situation, if he had slapped Will Smith back. My bad.
1: He did get get $20 from Netflix for that yeah exactly yeah they gave him 20 million so that he that's why he didn't that's why he didn't talk about the stuff before you he didn't hear anything about it because netflix paid 20 million to do it exclusively on their show on their platform oh, wow. um that's where yeah, the special
0: yeah but I didn't um know about all that i knew but yeah, he hadn't really some, said anything about it but it was like yeah. i didn't know why do you have favorite
1: comedians do you have i do you men- you mentioned bert i'm assuming bert's up there
0: bert, well I, I like bert strictly from two bears one cave you Got know i it. think he's a funny guy but um you know what's funny about Bert Kreischer is I I don't I'm actually not a huge fan of his specials mm-hmm. like watching him hit, perform live Got I'm it. not as huge of a fan yeah but listening to him on podcasts and listening to him on Bertcast and and Two Bears One K I'm not trying to shout out every fucking podcast that exists on this one but um I I do like that he is he's one of those guys where I enjoy listening to him crack jokes and just talk normally you okay kind of like. He's very similar to how I enjoy talking to you. You're just a funny motherfucker when you open your mouth. (laughs) I appreciate it, And that's how Bert is, too. And I feel like sometimes when Bert tries too hard and he's like making specials and shit i feel like sometimes it doesn't catch me the same way yeah i like how he just kind of says the random shit like i don't know if you saw the episode they did with um probably not okay well yeah, they did who some, do you like
1: in comedy then
0: uh theo i okay. do love so theo, theo Von. Theo's i saw him at the theater Comedy is oh my god yes i saw when he came and i was like i had something going on that day i couldn't go i was so pissed bro yeah. theo's but theo was one of the people that actually got me into comedy i've only been a big fan for like i say I've, I've loved like you know the yeah kevin hartz and all them like as a kid but uh recently like over the past two years theo vaughn was the guy that really sparked that inside me bro just some of the shit he'd say Theo's funny as hell about you know two tank tops in the winter all this shit it's like (laughs) yeah i swear to god that shit would have me just like crying laughing and i hadn't really felt that before and then you know tom segura is another one of those guys him and burt just as a pair just like I swear to God, dude, I have to pull over the car sometimes because it's just like, I'm laughing too hard. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm I'm, I'm one of those guys where it's not, I'm not, I don't just laugh at fucking everything. I'm not one Mm -hmm. of those guys that's like, you know, super humorous I guess is the word where you're just like oh anything can make you laugh and you know I'm sure you know you know people where it's like you can make them laugh off of fucking anything
1: Tom, I will say Tom Segura so far out of the shows that I've seen at the Florida Theater Tom had the best one
0: really yeah I was dying I was cracking the fuck up he's got some good bits and he's very um you know, I like how they're so fucking real, man. Like, mm. they say the things that worth thinking. You know yeah. what I mean? And I like that. Whether it's, you know, yeah. whether it's about about just, like, normal life day-to-day things, whether it's about driving, whether it's about sex, whether it's about drugs, like, anything it is, they just say it. And it's, like, so fucking funny. Mm. And um, I respect comedians a hell of a lot for that shit, man. What about you? Who's your top five comedians? Uh, I don't think really I have a top five. Like, like, you like to rank the, a, a, it rotates. It rotates, like. Right right now, at this right. current stage, if you were to rank your Top five comedians.
1: Um, okay, I'd go with Chappelle. Uh, I'd go with Ali Sadiq. Um, Kevin Hart, still up there. A lot of people don't think he's funny. I think he's fucking hilarious. He's a go. Um, my favorites in real life. Let me see. Let me see. Because I have, I, you know, it might have updated. I've seen a lot of people. Um, <laughs> let's see. See, these, this will would get tricky. Two spots I mean? left. You gotta got to fill two all right, spots. I'm going to go like... with Donnell Rollins. Because what I watched him do with the Laugh Factory, he's was a legend, bro. Ridiculous, bro. He's a bro. He came out, he came out to "Antihero" by Taylor Swift and played what? the whole song, sang it while standing in the crowd. <laughs> And the whole crowd magically. I love Taylor Swift. I've been knowing the words forever to that song. Oh
0: my god! Black
1: people were in the crowd. It was one white dude, and he was the lead singer. Donnell was like, "Sing it, black white man. You know the shit." Oh my god! And he god. was singing, and then everyone was flying. And then he gets on stage and and kills for the rest of the, like the headliner. Like, that is hilarious. That's the show that I was on. It was it was insane, dude. So I got Donnell right there, um, and then uh, last spot. I'm a uh, my last spot. Damn, this is close. My last spot, I'm to definitely slot. I'm a slot Tony Baker, Tony Baker right now. He Tony Baker. in real life, bro, yeah. Tony Baker is one of the funniest comedians. He can make anything funny. Like you know, that that's like what I I aspire to get to in that level. You know what I mean? As far as like, oh, you know what? Actually, I'm switching it out. All right, I'm, I'm gonna give you one more honorable mention for number five. Honorable mention for number five, Roy Wood Jr. Him and Tony Baker, Roy Wood Jr. can make anything... Funny, bro, and and it takes just so much time, and and, and you got to look at
0: things, yeah, just
1: differently, bro. I know
0: this is backtracking, but for your live show, are you trying to are you trying to structure it similar to a Kill Tony live show? Yeah, um, I I, I
1: great backtrack because I didn't even answer it the first time.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> um, I, I, I think I, I was just th- I came yeah. up my head because I know there's a couple comedians on there who made yeah. Me
1: so I don't I don't think it'll be exactly like Kill Tony because Kill Tony is what Kill Tony is. Facts. You know what I mean? Um, I think with what I'm gonna try to work on here um obviously i'm gonna have comedy you know we're gonna have it in you know we probably we, i might i'll open it obviously we might have a couple of people come drop in and, and do like three minute sets you know uh while we reset uh whatever we got going on but For sure um you know like I, told you, I I don't have uh i don't know how it's gonna look dude i don't know what it's gonna be about. i just know we're gonna have we're gonna have comedy we're gonna oh, have yeah. music you know we're gonna have fun that's uh it's even more important uh i'm getting a smoke machine i always want a smoke machine well i I might be too much yeah i got asthma so maybe i shouldn't get one but i'm gonna get one anyway are you doing
0: anything special for episode 100 of the writer's block uh yeah man uh we're taking
1: a break before it uh it was supposed to come out this week um but i'm working on this uh this tv writers thing uh i'm trying to get into into scripted tv writing and like unscripted tv writing um so i'm taking this class from this guy at hbo um so right now i'm trying to finish that packet and then and when I get this done this week, the next episode um, will be the celebration episode. So um, maybe I'll use the the, the episode one hundred as the first live uh, show. You know, I was thinking about that. Or I love that. Bro. Or you know, we just keep it. Um, you know, we just have cake, fucking balloons, celebration. Yeah. We just reflect on something, man. But but like I said, like like you're doing this, bro. It's it's been me. Like like I've I've had so many different transitions of of, of the writer's block um, that. Like I wouldn't I I I wouldn't even know how because the people I'm celebrating with now uh, like shout out my boy Logan um, it's, it's just me and Logan so, yeah. uh, so. it's kind
0: of interesting like I've always thought about what I would do for my episode 100 when it comes up you know yeah. and um,
1: that would be a now would be a great time to start thinking about it yeah but when I was doing when I was an episode I didn't even think I would make it to episode 100 yeah now I don't know what to do
0: I just really want to do like I, I my whole goal with this pod is to get it to the live show point eventually where we're yeah. doing live shows and yeah, we're like yeah. out at like how two bears one cave went to NASCAR bro and all this shit they're like at the these big time events doing the live shows mm-hmm. that would be the ultimate goal for me i think yeah. eventually. so That'd i think be it's really cool man with yeah. you i think we're there. gonna
1: start it out as like a live stream um i'd love to
0: just see how you you go about certain things and i'd also love to help you in any way you need yeah. you know you said you haven't even really started on like setting or anything like that so no, like, like literally
1: we're like the i've been jotting stuff in my notes our first meeting about it is tomorrow so no so so tomorrow i know for sure no matter what it is we're starting in april so okay. you you will get a call from me, Nick Usher. You, you will get a call. All right, uh, I'm ready, man. I'm I think ready. it'll be a lot of fun. You know, we're gonna be dancing, man. We having fun. Like that's literally what it's about. Like I think, like after the whole after the whole Vegas thing, I just learned that like like people want to see us having fun, bro. Facts.
0: Like people want to see us having fun. Facts, you know. It, it to say the least, bro. Literally, it's like people. I I, I want people to. Like actually have fun with us, yeah. you know. Like Absolutely. whenever we exactly. do these episodes, yeah. I want people to actually be laughing in their car and have to pull over whenever we're <laughs> laughing, yeah. you know, in our chairs. You know, um, I think we do a good job of that, man. Especially you. You're a funny motherfucker, and you like, are. Thank you, bro. I've, I don't deserve this. <laughs> no, dude, nice. you guys, guys, do, Nick bro. Nick is the best.
1: Nick is the best uh, hospitality host of ever. <laughs> okay. <Dude. laughs>
0: hey, I, 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 I try to toot my toot my guest horn a little bit, man, and make them make yeah. them feel like, you know you actually are doing some shit because there's a lot of people that listen to these pods and I always get feedback from every episode and it's funny sometimes the people that aren't, that maybe don't have as much popping or they're not, you know, they're just kind of like in one lane doing one thing specifically. It's like, uh, those people sometimes end up getting so much love from the people in the comments on the Patreon and shit like that and it yeah. kind of shows me like, You know, people relate to the people that haven't blown up yet. Like, you, in a sense, you know, you've done so many fucking things, and you're always pushing content. Dude, I'm I'm trying to
1: figure out where the people are in content. I I, I started doing Bobby in the Streets. I call it Bits, uh, where I just go out and, you know, obviously, it's it's the same thing. But, you, you know, ask people questions. Yeah, but I got, like, a little wheel. We can play the games and stuff like that. Yeah. The podcast. Dude, you're the on the sketches. right fucking path,
0: man. And I know so many people just in the city that do like your comedy, like, are actual fans of you. You know yeah. what I mean? So, Thank you're you. you're really on a level that a lot of people would aspire to be on, especially after... Really? You sit here and you're like... <laughs> That's crazy. But, dude, you sit here and you say, like, we started in the beginning. You're like, I've been doing this shit five years. Yeah. You know what I mean? I started... When I started, just like this, that, and the other, and how you've improved... Look at these comedians, bro. Nobody blows up in 5 fucking years, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Nobody. Even Drewski, you see the videos of him and he's like a Dude, fucking private. child being funny, bro. <laughs> yeah. And it's way like, skittier. Oh, like, for sure. Like. But it's funny how it's just it, everyone's got their own path. Everyone's got their own time frame. And for you, for you to actually be a funny motherfucker right now, yeah. That says a- enough for me, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these people, we're actually watching a TV show right now, and it's based out of Austin, and one of the dudes on the TV show, it's like a reality TV show, okay. we've only watched a couple episodes, um, me and my girl, but the, the the one of the guys on there is a aspiring stand-up comedian. Okay, Wait, it's like regular
1: people on the show? Yeah, yeah, like, it's actually oh, like, wow. it's
0: reality TV, but these people are like bland, normal as fuck, you know what okay. I'm saying? No wow. dead-ass, they're like applying for jobs to be like, like servers and shit in the show. I haven't watched that much, but from what I've learned, one of the guys on there, they just follow him around, and he's an aspiring stand-up comedian, and he's done three sets, and every single one of them, he's bombed, and one of them was, like, on a date. On a date? Yeah, his girl wanted to see him do comedian. See, that's the thing, bro. Like, like that's one thing that
1: I had to learn, bro. I cannot have women who I actually like at my shows, bro. What about like, people you
0: know in general? Does it make you a little bit more yeah. nervous whenever you have like coworkers or like somebody that like you are just good friends with? Yeah, that's know?
1: interesting, bro. I I think when I don't know anybody, bro, if there's strangers in the crowd, then I'm like, all right, we got it we're yeah. going to have a good time. Let's go rock this bit. First impression. But if I know people there, I, it's different because I'm definitely thinking about it. I'm definitely thinking about, like, okay, I'm going to probably, you know, I exaggerate in some jokes. If they know me, they know this part isn't true or like, yeah, yeah. just, just t- you know, take it and laugh with it. Um, I love having strangers In the crowd bro Love 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 that But when it's someone I know Like bro Like like you bomb in front of a girl You're trying to talk to she not gonna talk to you After the show oh. she, not gonna, bro, she not gonna do She ain't gonna You yeah, know not That's sad
0: That's like a sad Like thing to think about bro Like being a comedian And you're like what? You fucking just like Nobody thinks you're funny bro That's like your only job Is just to make them <laughs> laugh bro And everyone's just like yeah. No. Not yeah, happening. That bro. shit's like, it, it gives me nerves thinking about how it would be to fucking bomb, dude. It's right. funny. It's not, it's not
1: good. Like, I can bomb, but I don't like bombing in front of pretty girls. Bro. Yeah. Like, facts. like, like, that's, it's just the worst. It's the worst. Cause I feel like being funny is how, you know, it's how I'm engaging. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: It's like, <laughs> if I'm not funny on stage, I can't redeem myself in casual conversation. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely difficult to recover after that. And when you have that audience you don't know, you get that first impression you get to capitalize off of. And it's like, this is you don't know anything about me yeah. except for what I'm about to tell you, yeah, motherfuckers. We're about to have a good time. Amen. We, you better believe it. Amen, you better amen. believe it. Where can some people go to have a good time with you, man? Where are these uh, Comedy Zone, or wh- when's your next Comedy Zone show? Um, so our
1: next show is April 5th at the Comedy Zone, River City Comedy Showcase, uh, April 5th at 730
0: Um what is that, Thursday? That's a Wednesday night. Wednesday, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's the thing. It was, it's been a Wednesday night. I think that's also a reason why it was harder to get, you know, a lot of crossover and stuff because the first Wednesday is also Art Walk. You know, it's also stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's but it's
0: a weeknight.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing, like, like, local nights have to be weeknights because you got headliners on the weekends,
0: Fact. you know? Yeah.
1: Um, but, you know, that, that's like, like, like that's kind of the beauty of it. That's our job. Like, you get to, you know, how you gonna move from weeknights to yeah. open it up for the headliners. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so sometimes you get spots and stuff like that. But April 5th is our next show that we have here in Jacksonville. Um, and then, uh, Where can
0: they get tickets for that? You gotta,
1: ComedyZone.com. ComedyZone.com. Uh, you can get tickets for that. Uh, or, you know, just, I, I usually put it in the links in my bios Word. and all that stuff like that if you okay, pull better. it up.
0: Cool man. Yeah. And where can people find the uh, Writers Block Pod? Uh, literally uh,
1: anywhere. So I, it's Bobby's Writers Block Podcast. B O B B Y Writers Block Podcast. Uh, you can go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, YouTube, maybe Bobby TV. Uh, it's the same name in the podcast, but my name is Bobby Brown. Yeah. So there's so many more famous Bobby Browns that I gotta. You know, I had to figure <laughs> something out. That's why I, I to, like it. Bro. That's why yeah. I had to switch it up. But uh, but yeah, and uh, you guys can follow me at Bobby Comedian uh, on all social media as
0: well. Awesome, dude. Yeah I, yeah. I appreciate you coming through, man. I
1: appreciate you, Nick. This this was honestly a lot of fun for me. I had a great time. Me too. I think I think this uh uh this <laughs> I was going to say this is probably like I, I don't you said we've been waiting for a hot minute. I feel like now I know you. Like oh, even though even though I didn't learn like about your entire life, you know what I mean? Now I'm like, oh no, Nick's a cool dude. No, you like, know now- what would be
0: cool, man, is if we go we end up doing that um uh we end up doing the pod fest or, or uh, pod yeah. culture or whatever it is. Uh, I would love to go out there, man. And pod record. movement? Pod movement. Yeah. yeah. So I'd bro. love to do an episode in Denver or something. Yeah. That would be hard. That'd yeah. That'd be cool. I and took I, my
1: stuff to Vegas. I didn't record in Vegas, uh, but I took my stuff there. Everyone's a podcaster, so everyone will be down. Yeah. It and would I, be a lot of I think fun.
0: it'd be really cool just to, like, just to kind of go there, experience it, and then, like, the last day there, do a pod in, like, the Airbnb or something and just tell yeah. them, like, all about the experience and shit. And so, yeah, man, bring, bring the, basically, bring the audience with us. You know, what I what got I you. do that shit. Yeah. You know? So, um, We'll see. I went by myself
1: to this one. You need to. All right. Now, now that you said it on your show. So this is a contract. Facts. Nick has
0: to come with me to the next one. Sign me back. Okay. All, all Let's right. Do it, all right. All right. You said it on the show. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Run it back. Let's get it. Um, uh, it's in August. So we got time to save. Yeah. There ain't no excuses yeah. now. Shit. Uh, we'll have to get us a little group going and get that shit popping That'd be man. fun, man. Be, that would be. Um, I got to
1: meet your boy. I got to meet your boy.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Joey, dude. He's a, he's a great co host. And, um, it's i i knew you you know a little bit previously yeah. and like obviously from the podcaster thing or whatever yeah. and um i knew me and you were gonna have a hell of a good conversation and he was like oh, i i I don't like to make him record two in a weekend you know what i'm saying so i'm like man this is me my boy <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying I'm glad, lot, I'm glad i'm yeah. glad we ran it like this bro yeah. because i got to really ask you the questions that i mean shit if we had joey here asking questions too we would have gone on for fucking two three yeah. hours of this shit i know? literally
1: talked for forever, dude Amen So you guys to stop me I looked this down at the clock do. And it was like I
0: thought it had been like Maybe 15, 20 minutes or whatever I was like Okay, we're at 55 <laughs> nah, man, It was great Yeah, dude great. I appreciate you coming through Thank uh, you for the fake oranges of of I course, appreciate. bro this, Eat this, up, this man be- <laughs> <laughs> you go gonna like that styrofoam on the inside That's for sure <laughs> Hey, if you think if, if my audience thinks I'm going out there And picking fresh oranges For every episode for every I'm sorry to disappoint you <laughs> But uh, we record too many episodes For that That stopped around episode 30 So (laughs) thank you love you guys but not that much (laughs) um man give it up one last time for the man bobby brown jr the fucking legend coming through for the og sessions podcast man this has been one of my favorite episodes i've ever done Um, thank you you're too kind bro dude shout out shout out to you for coming through man shout out to you for all the shit you've been going through and everything that you know obviously going all the way across the the uh, country on your first plane flight man, to go and perform at one of the most legendary venues for comedy in the world, dude. So congrats to you. You're the fucking man. Love watching your journey, man. I didn't tell uh, you
1: how I missed the plane and had to find a place to stay for the last two nights. So we're going to talk about that next time. Let's (laughs) save that shit for next time. And Hey,
0: I'll tell you one thing. If I'm flying with you, I'm booking everything. All right, I'm not doing. I already know the details for all that shit, so I'm gonna just tell you right now. I'm doing the booking.
1: Listen, you had to that early August.
0: We get together. We're making that Denver trip happen, man. Shout out to all my OGs, man. Like I said, if you guys aren't following us on social platforms, you know the handles: OG Sessions and OG Sessions Pod everywhere. You guys are the shit. We got some big announcements coming within the next couple months. So if you're not a subscriber, man, if you're not not up to date on all these platforms, then make sure you get there. Um, We got some big updates and some big things coming to the pod that I am so excited to share with you guys, man. I can't wait for it. But once again, shout out to man Bobby Brown Jr. for coming through. Fire ass episode, man. Uh, We are out.